<laughs> Bam, we're live. I'm so sorry. Caleb had to come on and tell me we weren't even live. You guys missed the best two minutes of the show. <laughs> Hi, Caroline. I yeah, saw you here. I saw you. You're welcome. You're well. You're welcome. Come, 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 come in. You're welcome. Hey, Jeffrey, do you care if we? Um, I know it's a little insincere. Do you care if we reenact that part? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Hi, welcome. Thank you. We're here. Uh, <laughs> uh, did, so tell me, um, English. How old were you when you learned English? Uh, I I went to school in English when I was young. Um, but we did live in Florida for two years from 98 to 2000. So I did learn English very early on. I was five, four or five years old. Um, and then we, we had to move back to Quebec um, in 2000. So, but I still went to English school here in, in, uh, in Quebec. So I did learn English very young, but it is still my secondary language. So as soon as I'm nervous or trying to push hard in a workout or I'm asked some questions after the workouts, then sometimes just I forget. And then French, French is just easier. I liked it. I, I watched the talking elite fitness podcast and I like it every time, like you're talking in English and then all of a sudden it switches to French and then you turn to Caroline like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, she's, it, she's like it just shift like a train switch tracks without like authority. Yeah. I just want hey. to choose my words as best I can. Um, it, it's interesting, even though you spent two years in Florida, how strong your accent is still. I mean, you have a strong French accent, right? Can, French Canadian oh, accent. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. And and Caroline's not. Um, she's from the same uh, village that you're from, right? Same no. city. No. Oh, so I'm from Drummondville, which is uh, about an hour and uh, an hour, an hour and fifteen from Montreal. She's from Montreal. And your accents are that that significantly different. Well, she went to school in English I for went to longer school in than I did. No, I went. You did in university no, in English. I only did university in English. So, so technically, I think I did less than you. Maybe. But you don't. You sound like you sound like you sound like me, Caroline. You sound like you just fell out of a TV show. Like you just yeah. sound like like an American TV show. Yeah, I watch a lot of just American television. Do your parents sound like Jeff? No. My dad has a, doesn't have an accent at all. But really? my, my grandmother's from Britain. So like she had a British accent. So like mm. my mom and her sibling just had a very I think she sounds maybe a little bit more Canadian and I might sound a little bit more American. But she doesn't sound like Jeff. What like, is that is is that inappropriate to say that you sound French? Like I should say Canadian French? Uh, no, I don't care. Okay, good. Um, and then uh, someone sent me an email saying, hey, could you ask Je Jeffrey Adler if he's Jewish? And then now you said you went to Florida. That's where old Jewish people go to die. Are you Jewish? I am not. Why did you guys leave Florida? seems like that was a, um, you guys were on the right track. So my dad uh, lost his uh, eyesight in 2000. So he had to stop working the job that he had. So we have, we, we, the, the family decided to come back to Quebec because the healthcare system here is different. So we, we came back and, uh, but I know my parents, my parents always loved Florida. So they, they went back in 2017, they moved there. My, my dad is on his way to get his green card and, uh, he, he works there there. They live there full time. They have a house in close to Orlando. So. That's right. Cause I think when last time I had you on, maybe you were in Florida. Yep. Yeah, probably. How did your dad lose his eyesight? 
uh, it's a degenerative disease. So it's the connection between the brain and the eyes that doesn't work anymore. And, and what ended up happening there? Does, so he, your dad can't see your dad's blind. He is legally blind. He can see a little bit. Uh, he first, when it happened, he lost a hundred percent of his eyesight in less than a month. Holy and shit. And it came back gradually a little bit. I think he has some on the side on one eye and maybe a little bit in the center, but he has, I don't know, less than 15% eyesight, no 3d, no color. Holy cow. Uh, peptides. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. No, I was just suggesting peptides. It's like the in oh. thing. It's like what you say if anything's broken now. Sorry. Peptides. Yeah, the, like my bicep hurt and I just put peptides on. The disease is called uh, Leber. L-E-B-E-R. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Well, good on him. I mean, good thing that he got some of his eyesight back. What what a fucking journey. That would be that would be scary as shit to lose your eyesight. I'm lucky because it's um I don't see, uh, inherited. It's yeah, a, it's inherited through the through the mother. Genetic. It's, it's, yeah, it's a genetic genetic disease. So I'm I'm the the generation that skipped, but my my aunt, if she has a son, he will develop that a hundred percent sure, and if she has a, a daughter, then her daughter will pass then it pass it on to the next generation. It's passed through the mother to the son. So the son develops the the condition and the mother just carries it so wow I'm, yeah i'm 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 supposed to be free but who knows okay i'm gonna put that in the column of another thing where men and women are different women don't <laughs> go blind okay <laughs> got it you're making this huge list um uh, you 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 won the crossfit games by a shitload of points yeah you put it to your boy Vellner by 120 points almost. Yeah. Hey, it, and it was just a, it was just a head down, um, steady climb, just crushing. Yeah. From 2016, there's that video that everyone can't uh, stop talking about, where you're yeah. like holding a sign or something. Yeah, I was on signage. Um. How uh, 2016 volunteer, 2023 champ, what, um, do, what are some of the differences between that guy and the guy sitting here like physically? Like can that guy can that guy even keep up with the guy today? Not at all, not even close. Not even close, huh? Not even close. Uh, no, it's just uh, the, the, the rate of, of improvement was very steady every year. Um, and I, I'm actually very happy and proud of that curve that we've done through the years. And I mean, it's just to prove that it is, it is possible if you put the time and then time is not five months, eight months, like it's years, four to seven years. In my case, it's seven years. So yeah, it takes time, but you got you just got to keep keep doing it. Um, coach, zero. I re request zero humility in answering this question. It it is, it, is it just completely amazing that he did that in seven years from a guy holding the sign to the champ? I mean, it's it's a one in a a, a billion, right? Like no yeah. one should see that and think, hey, you're going to be the champ in seven years. Yeah. 
it, it, it's not because you do it that you're going to make it, but you have to give yourself that amount of time if you do want to make it. Like it's, it's not as fast as people think. Um, is, is Jeffrey um, weird like uh, Fraser? Like does he like with that kind of trajectory, do you have to be weird? Like no, no knives uh, months before the, the games can't walk into his house unless you swab your nose. Like is, uh, at eight o'clock, he pulls all the curtains. And if anyone makes a noise, they're fucking out on the street. Like does he, is he weird like that? Is he obsessive? Not too bad. I don't think bad. so. I still it's, cut my own food. Yeah, he has his little quirks, but I don't think it's that pronounced for now. But, but Fraser won five. We're yeah. at one, so we we definitely <laughs> were always uh, like careful with, yeah. especially with people if they get sick, especially during winter when it's around the open, around quarters, around semis. Like if you're sick, people in our gym around me, like they know, like don't don't come close. Like don't give me your people. Don't come to the gym. Stuff. Like that, like, they're super respectful because we've also like that's his whole season. Like that's a whole and like years before of work. But you know, if anything happens, so people are super respectful of, of that and they stay away and they warn us and things like that. Um, are, are athletes more susceptible to getting sick? No, but if you do, I am, I get sick pretty easy. Yeah. More honestly. than I am. But I think it's just like, if you get sick at the wrong time, like oh, your season's done. over so like we can't afford to be sick so th that's the one thing that we'll be super super cautious about because like we're in canada there's winter like people are more inside like we just get more people get more colds like it's just fact of life up here so do you, do you have any um uh home remedies or things like if i think i'm starting to get sick i'll start taking a th thousand milligrams of vitamin c every hour i'm awake i'll just start pumping vitamin c I, I i just think it works do you have anything like that like okay i'm gonna drink double my water consumption and sweat all day or no uh, uh, vitamin c and zinc is a uh, is a good way to do it uh if if I, i'm gonna try and get my hands on some if i feel like i'm getting weaker uh but if like throat starts to scratch or anything i usually do um uh, honey and um, cinnamon. cinnamon mixed together, and it, it like it soothes it soothes the the throat a little bit. And I don't know. So sometimes it works. Like it it lasts for a day, and then it it's gone. So if throat if if throat scratch, uh, you take honey and send to soothe throat, and maybe a jacuzzi. Eh, yeah, it depends. Lots of sleep. Uh, on a one to ten, how cute is uh, Mr. Adler, uh, Caroline? Ten. Yeah, and when he says jacuzzi, does he does it does he turn into an eleven? Like a fifteen. <laughs> Do you even know that that's funny, Jeff? Or no? It's just it just. I, is. I didn't think it was like <laughs> jacuzzi. It's just okay. it caught on. It's fun. The it is so fun. It's so fun. Uh you in in that talking elite fitness podcast. You said something that I heard many, many years ago on uh, in a 60 Minutes interview. They were interviewing some quarterback in the National Football League. He'd won, like, I don't know, his third or fourth Super Bowl. And they said, hey, what's it like winning? And he said, it's just like nothing. He said, I would, I would trade my Super Bowl win to go fishing with my dad and my family. And I kind of got that feeling from you that, like, when you won, you were just kind of like, Wait, where? This is it at the top of the mountain. There was a little bit of a like a. There's no destination. Something like there was some experience you were having that wasn't what you expected or something. 
Uh, it was definitely a weird feeling. And I think the end of the weekend was weird from, from event 11 and 12. Um, but I, like, and that's what I said yesterday, like thinking back on the weekend, I truly believe that I've, I won the CrossFit Games after event 10. But I didn't know then. So I couldn't celebrate. I didn't have anything to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And then when, when we got on the field and Roman was just like not doing the workout, there was like no chasing. There was no fight. There was, it was just a formality of doing 11 test 11 and 12 and just finishing. Did you hate that? It was very weird. It felt very weird. Actually, like it felt sad. Like even like, just for example, when we hit the field and they call our names and like we jogged to our lane and then I, I was right behind him and he was not jogging. I had to like go around to get to my lane. And it's like, it's not, it's, it doesn't feel natural. That's not how it's supposed to be. That's not. And just like those little things, like the workout would start and then I would have an empty lane beside me. It's just like, it felt so weird and it made me feel weird by the end of the weekend. Like, yes, I won and I, I'm super happy I won. And I think that my performance throughout the weekend was worthy of winning. It's just the, the feeling was a bit. Uh, why? I don't know. There was mixed feelings yeah, about it. Uh, super happy that I won, but a little bit bummed that one Roman got injured and then two, like the fight wasn't there. So it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's funny. Um, and, and yeah, it, 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 now that you, you describe it like that, it was, it is, I mean, to us at home, it didn't seem weird. Right. Good but, thing, I could that. but I could imagine to you for sure. A hundred percent. It's weird. Like, Hey, you're supposed to be racing and you're right. It does sort of turn into a formality or even, even kind of like a facade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's almost something kind of fake there, fake about it to you. You're like, well, wait a minute. And, I already did. Yeah. It, people were coming after event 10, like when everybody knew that Roman was just going to be on the floor and not, not compete. People were saying to me like, Oh, congratulations. You won the CrossFit games. Like, why would you say that to me right now? Like I was trying to stay focused and give it my absolute best on 11 and 12. Clearly like, I didn't. Yeah, it looked like you were chilling. So that what you were going as hard as you could there, but but you know that you had more. Yeah, but like in hindsight, I if someone was gonna if I was in a fight for points, then mm. I think I could have gone faster at least right. at least on on twelve. Like on twelve, I, I did the workout, but um, I don't know. It's uh, I tried my best to like not sandbag if you want like the last two workouts. And give it like my full a, effort, but a seventh and a fifth out of uh, out of twenty. Yeah, that's okay. That's still, fine. Those are still great. Yeah. But 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 a first on the one before that. Yeah. Obviously, like turning on the the afterburners. Holy shit! You got first on that log one. Yeah, that was. Hey, is isn't that kind of ironic too that you took first on that and that's the one that that you know uh, hobbled him? Yeah. Hey, such someone. A great Someone else got hobbled in that workout. Who was it? I heard yesterday. Oh, he did. I yeah. I, oh, I, was it you? Oh, okay, yeah. Tell me about that. You so you got injured too. Yeah, it wasn't the talking well, injured. podcast. Uh, so on the last sandbag, I did like have a little. 
mishap, like mishap with my with uh, same feet, left feet. And I ro I rolled it a little bit, but it, I didn't roll my ankle. I like sprained my feet. It's it's uh, it's it's a bit lower than the ankle, and uh, it swelled up in my shoe. Um, I had to get taped to 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 do the um, the double unders. Otherwise, I I couldn't do the double. I well, I could do the double unders, but it hurt a lot. So I had my my feet taped uh, taped a lot. I, I I'm pretty sure that. Uh, there, there's more than than that that got their ankle or feet sprained on that on that event. Um. Uh, wow, that's an incredible profile picture. That's a bit harsh. Uh, Roman didn't get injured. Roman executed poorly and lost his chance to be competitive in the last two tests. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, we did so in the in the in the um, the briefing of that workout. It, the question popped like the athlete asked like what 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 happens like because when we like throw the sandbags there was a few sandbags on the other side of the log the last log and everybody was like well if the sandbags are everywhere like it's a hazard and then what if you're 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 the, the lane next to you sent like he throws his bags in your lane like what happens then like there was a few questions about that because we knew there was a risk of, of injury there because if the sandbags are everywhere and you have to jump over, like what happens if you if you jump in your bags? And I mean the games are like the the, the lanes are very wide and they were you, we had plenty of space and it was they said it was our responsibility to make sure that you position your bags in a way that doesn't impede in your performance and I think it was fair enough like the lanes were very wide. But I mean, we're going fast. We're going hard. Like, you, you don't think straight. You just want to throw the bag on, on the other side. So, and then get over. And then get over it. Like it's there's no thinking at that point. So I mean, accidents happen. It's it's a it's something I I I think we can call a racing incident. Like, it's just could could you have gone like a bit slower, taking your time, and and not injure yourself? Probably yes, but. I mean, we're racing, so things happen. Um, I, in, in if I yesterday I saw, I would have thought that it was preposterous to say that a bag would roll into someone else's lane. But yesterday, I was looking closely at Colton when Colton threw over his two hundred pound bag. It actually rolled like maybe seven or eight feet. It hit the other bags and kept just rolling. So, oh. th I, so I guess that was, I guess that that is a realistic question. And no one was going to throw the bag over and then stop move three feet over and jump over. You guys were throwing the bag and then just throwing yourself over. Oh yeah. There was like, look, yeah. Like watch when he throws, I don't know if you can see your screen, but yeah. when he throws that bag, look how far oh, yeah. it goes forward. Yeah. I mean, well, that's good for him. It brought yeah. the bag closer to the, to the, the finish line, which is good. But I right. mean, that means when he jumped over, he probably had his feet in all the black bags. Right. So like, you gotta be careful. And that's why I think like there's, there's maybe more athletes that did hurt Sweet. themselves. Like, yeah. Not to Roman's degree, but at least like a little bit. There's, there's a big chance of it, I think. And you guys are dense, heavy guys, and it is and it is a a, a blind. It was high. Yeah, yeah, it was high. It was pretty high. How tall are you, Jeff? I'm just shy of five nine. Oh, you're that tall, huh? I'm that short. <laughs> well, I don't know. How tall are you, Caroline? I'm five nine. Back to back, she's taller. Yeah, like a little bit. Who do you think would win in a fight, um, uh, uh, me or Laura Horvat? Take your time. Think of oh, Jesus, cry, any dude. 
You don't even got to be like, hmm. She would kick your ass. I know. I know. I was just hoping you could probably kick mine. I was just hoping you could at least like uh, uh, fake it, fake it a little bit. Uh, You know. Okay, sorry. That's a presupposition. I Paul, I'm going to still ask the question this way anyway, but if you but but don't take it as truth. I'm going to say something like it's true. And if it's not true, don't answer the question. Tell me to get off your back. Uh, I'm not five, four. I'm five, five. I'm not just shy. I'm five, five. Thank you, Matt Burns. I'm not five four. You know that you won, and anything less than winning next year would be a step backwards. And so you know, each day you get closer to the 2024 CrossFit Games. There is a a, a new pressure that wasn't maybe there ever before. Can I don't you do. Know Oh, can you do something to, to be like, no, Savon, you're wrong. I don't have to do it that way. Everyone else did it that way. I don't have to. Do- like, is there some way you can mitigate that? Because that's always the thing we keep hearing about, right? You hear it from Katrin, Justin Medeiros, Matt Fraser. Like, people, um, once you're at the top, it's like, fuck, second place is like, is there a way you can mitigate that? Or do you even want to? Are you, are you is the part of you like, yeah, bring the pressure on. I want to see what this fucking scary pressure is like that people talk about. Um, I, I don't know yet. Well, like we just, just finished. Like there's no right. point in thinking about 2024 right now. Um, there's a few competitions we're going to do in the off season. I'm, I'm like, I'm guessing everybody's going to think I'm going to win rogue like magically. I don't think that's, I don't think that's true. Um, it happened to a lot of the guys that did win because I think there's something that comes with winning. There's that confidence that comes with winning that maybe helps in the in the next few competitions but as you said like pressure gets to everyone if it got to matt it's gonna get to me and look at justin like uh, i just looked at his video like he explained what happened through the games and the thing that shows the most is like he put a lot of pressure on himself and look at what it did to his performance so if if that happened to these guys then yes i'm gonna feel pressure i guess but I'm going to have to try and remind myself, like, just just do the thing. Just do the workout. And, I mean, getting second isn't isn't bad. Like, it's getting on the podium at the CrossFit Games is a real hard feat to, to accomplish. Like, there's nothing wrong with getting third. It sucks because you want to win, but it's still freaking good. Like, um, that's but not compared. But, but let me push back a little bit there, Jeff. Not compared to Jeff Adler of 2023. Oh, and that's and that's your comparison, right? I mean, that guy's the king. We're gonna crush my old self in a year. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But what? But what happens if someone's just fitter? Right. And and that's that's the that's the thing. Like, if someone is fitter, then you deserve to win. Like, there's I'm not a sore loser at all. Like, if you were fitter, you were fitter, and that's okay. I'll be fine with that. If I underperform or I fuck it up and I do stupid shit on the floor. Then I can be mad, but I'll be mad at myself, not others' performances. I'm going back to um, the the winning thing, and maybe it's too soon. How many days ago was it? I don't know. What is today? Monday. I, I can Monday? count it in podcasts. Oh, oh! How many have you done? Oh, we've done so many, especially oh. locally here, like radio news. Like I'm, I'm gonna try and and help CrossFit in Canada, in Quebec as much as I can to bring people like new people to discover CrossFit and most likely like get in a gym in Quebec and 
try to gain some momentum with the with the gyms around here that'd be nice mm, yeah that's really cool you how, how, is there is is there something is there some like um plan behind that and what you're saying like do you do you let people know like hey anyone can do it or do you have some sort of like hey you don't just have to be me any any like what do you have some sort of spiel or no i mean when when i'm when i'm asked like on on some of the radio or news like i just like try crossfit it's fun it's it's a sport and you can do it fast but you can also do it slow and for fun and for health like there's many reasons of doing sports and uh just just give it a try like people have some prejudice about about crossfit and it's just trying to break those even more because in the last few years like crossfit did change a lot like it's it is a lot like health was pushed very hard and uh i'm i'm gonna try and and use that to hopefully get some new members in the gyms around here and it's good for business uh logan mars uh jeffrey adler good morning thank you for coming on the show oh that's very yeah. nice of you logan if you end up on joe rogan's podcast who will you be throwing under the bus <laughs> No one. no one presupposition no one. again hey i want to have you on like in a few months and ask you the pressure question again I, here's Shit. the thing about the pressure thing i don't think that anyone sees it coming i don't even yeah. think yeah. It, it's, it's like just seeps in through the fucking cracks and shit Probably. every time you walk in the gym they're like what's up champ and you're just like it just seeps in uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see how it feels this year all right you seem like a cool cucumber you seem pretty chill. I can't tell if it's just that we don't speak the same language or if you really are just as cool and chill as you are. I mean, even even this year, like leading up to the games, like the questions and I think no competitor any there's not anyone that's oh, I'm going to crush it and beat everybody and there's always these questions of am I fit enough? Did I do enough? Am I strong enough? Will I be good at this type of workout? Will I like how is it going to plan out? Is my taper good? Was it long enough? Did I do the right things? Like you're always asking yourself these questions. And I don't think it's, it's related to pressure, but it's related to you want to perform as best you can and you have to prepare the best you can. And you're just always asking yourself, like, did I do enough? Did I prepare well enough? And I, these, these are going to pop into my mind, like even before the open, and they always do because I want to crush the open and I also want to crush semis just like I want to crush the games. But there's no way of, of knowing how good you will be. And there's no, no way of knowing how good the others will be. Right. It seems like it would be good to have a big old healthy dose of fear to keep as a, a motivational tool. Fear is a good tool for motivation. Yeah. Hey, um, an another great tool you have is, um, and it's interesting, you, you put yourself in a position where your, your coach believes in you. Um, does she have unwavering belief in you? Like, here's the part I'm tripping on about Caroline. She's a, she is very blunt and a realist. Very. <laughs> but no realist thinks that anyone's going to win the CrossFit Games. It's just too fucking hard. And yet she believes in you that you're going to win the CrossFit Games. There's almost like this, this paradox there. Um, Believing in the capacity to do it is one thing mm -hmm. and like believing that you will do it is, is different. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it's, you're helping me. I'm getting it. Yeah. Um, so I think she believed that I had the potential to do it now to do it 
to do the thing is very hard because you need the perfect weekend, the perfect prep, the perfect food, the, the perfect everything. Like the weekend has to go smooth. And I, I think I think we had the smoothest weekend, the smoothest competition we've ever had. That was wow. it. And 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 that's what we have to replicate. And that's what's really hard to do. Because training for it, having the fitness for it is is it's easy because you have the full year you can you can choose the workouts that you do you can train whatever you want like but once you get there like not getting sick making sure that your taper week was good making sure that you're feeling good you don't have any injuries like all these things you have enough food you're eating enough carbs post workout what do we do before the workout what do we do after like all these things matter so much and that's that's the hard thing to do Believing in the fitness that I have isn't that hard to do compared to executing. Does it feel just absolutely – I mean for me, being around people who believe in me is just absolutely paramount. Like it's like I can't – I don't know if it's because I'm so insecure or what, but if if someone doesn't believe in me, I do not want to be around them at all. Yeah. I think I don't – I – the, 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 why this works with me and Caroline, Caroline she, she, she believes a lot in me uh-huh. and I believe so little that uh, it, it, it likes, it balances out. So I think that's why it works. And when you say you don't believe it's not that it, it's not, I'm guessing it's not like duality, like that you don't think you can do it. You just don't believe you can do it. It's not a, it's not a duality. It's just that you're kind of in the middle. You're stuck in yeah. purgatory. Yeah. Like, for example, there's something there with women and men, too, by the way, every smart man has a woman who believes in him, because if you don't like if you have a woman who's sabotaging your shit, you're fucked. You need because you need the exact opposite. You a man has to I I think a man has to have a woman who believes in him, one that he wants to prove right. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's kind of like. You're more interested in proving your the woman you love right than you are even in winning maybe am i on to something and that's why that's why like when they asked me after like and on a literal interview i was like i won the crossfit games like for her basically it means i i God, know it means damn, so that's much so good carolyn do you want to cry when he says that shit <laughs> damn i want to cry it, I, it means i i think it means more to her than it means to me and yeah. that it means more to her means a lot to me like yeah, that's yeah I think the the circle that we're into. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, the the other side to that, once again, sorry to be rain on the party though, is, is if you don't win, like when you took fifth last year, did you ever say do you ever say sorry? Did you say sorry to her? Or do you ever come off the court and look at her and be like, Oh fuck, babe, I'm so sorry. Uh, I crashed I, your I car. Think, I think I th- I think I did send a message to to the coaches because I mean there's a lot of work put in into programming and making sure I'm ready. And then when I either underperform or do mistakes, it's, it's on me. It's not on them. So I I think I did send a message. Like we were happy with fifth because it's still a good, it's a good accomplishment. It's very good to have a a top five at the games, but I know like last year we were, we were shooting for, for a podium, um, but we, we didn't make it. We got short of the, of the, of the, of the target a little bit. So it's just a question of saying like, thank you. Thank you for all the year of training. Thank you for 
putting all this time. And then I, I don't want to say I'm sorry that I'm fifth because I don't think it's you have to be sorry of fifth. It's not bad. If I would have gotten like 20th, then maybe I would have have to have been sorry. But it also depends why, like yeah. what happened and why. Like, so, uh, um, uh, Jedediah Nelson, it doesn't have to be a woman, but a support structure. I I hear you. Well, I it just it, it just something's different about just my my wife. I'll have to keep working on it over the next ten years. I do this podcast, but but it's really important to me that my wife believes in me. It, it's like crazy. Maybe it's some fucking Oedipus shit. I don't know, but it's really important that my wife believes in me. Um, I want to bring up this subject that I fucking hate, and then we'll talk about you fucking with Roman. Um, the people want to say congratulations to uh, Caroline uh, for being the first woman to have a p- podium winner or games winner. I don't even know if it's true. I fucking hate that. Am I being too sensitive? Why can't they just see her just like just as a coach? Why? Why? Why did I just feel I like think, I think I don't it think it that- irritates the shit out of me because I never I'm never like oh I and after I thought I'm like oh well, Michelle Latondra's there and parents there I never think of any of you as as women I'm just like and it doesn't feel like that and I think that like I made a post yesterday like mm-hmm. I've never felt when I walk into the warm up area or anytime I've ever interacted with like coaches and people in the community like I'm a woman or I have to prove myself or I have to do things differently or there's none of that. Like CrossFit has always been very equal opportunity. And like, I've, it's, it's, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't have to be, but I think especially compared to other sports, that is not the case. And Mm -hmm. women do have to do that. And like, I am the first, and I think the first of anything should be celebrated. So, like, okay. I, I kind okay. of understand that. Okay. Um, and it's the same thing. Like, some people said I'm okay. the first black woman. Like, I'm mixed. My mom is white. My dad is black. Um, and, again, like, I haven't lived through race the same way some people in the United States do. And, like, you know, that's another label that we could add on it if we, if we wanted to. Um, but, again, like, me being a woman, me being black, me being older than Jeff, like all these things that we could add to the title. I've never felt them when I've interacted in the CrossFit community. But I do think that those are watershed moments. And like, maybe it is important that we, that we, if, if anything to show to other sports, right? Okay. Like, I, I see you there. The first one, fine. Okay. I like it. I mean, I think it also helps like for newer coaches, younger women yeah. that maybe would be scared to get into coaching because they feel like because they're a woman, they have to prove themselves in a different way. Like it just maybe helps these people yeah. to like, just do it, try it and give it your best. Like it's fine. You, it, it doesn't matter. And it, I think we, 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 we say it and it's, it's been said because it is okay. Like, you can be a, a woman coach. It's fine. Yeah. It's going to work. Like, And I don't know, like, I don't know from 2007 to 2013, 14, like somebody wrote in one of the comments, I think Kristen Clever was coaching herself. So she's the athlete. She's a coach. Like she won. So is, would she be the first coach? Like, I think as, you know, the games become more professional and the coaching a games athlete becomes more of a profession. Like it's just a little bit different coaching in the box, coaching at that level. Um, but women coaches are coaches. I, 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 the I, by the way, 
it, it, and this could be a whole show, but I don't think that you don't feel it. This, this is going to be kind of opposite of probably what people think I'm going to say. I don't think you don't feel it because you're not there. I'm never suggesting that the world's a perfect place. Mm. I'm suggesting you don't feel it because it's not, you don't give a fuck. You like, like, yeah, you are who you are. It's not, yeah. it's not, you're, you're, you're on a fucking mission. And so people are playing off of that since you don't give a fuck of, of what, what you're just coach. No one, no one senses that. And so everyone just treats you like coach. Yeah. Anyway, I, I hear you. It's the first one. It's a watershed moment. I just start feeling like people who want to celebrate it, they're actually making it worse. They're reinforcing the fact that like a woman shouldn't be doing it when it's like, hey, dude, it's just. Uh, it's just I don't feel no? that. OK, good. I don't, right. I, I don't and I'm sensitive so. to it. I'm open to that. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think okay. it's. I'm not a huge like other sports fan, and I'd be very interested, like how many female coaches coach in the NFL? Or the NBA, or, or, or even or even want to though too, Kelly. Do you, you know, like do you think tennis, that it's just like, so? The, I think that you know, I was very lucky to have this opportunity and be able to do that, and I never felt like I had to overcome anything in our sport. In other sport, that might be the case, and hopefully, if we're doing it in CrossFit, like I hope it kind of goes, it transcends our sport into other sports, and people are more willing to to be open. But I do think in other sports, it might be harder. And I could be wrong because I don't know how it how it occurs and how you go up the ranks in other sports and things like that. Um, but I think it's more for me a celebration that like CrossFit has always been very equal. Like it's a meritocracy, like in sports, you earn it, you do it, you earn it. And I've never had to do more or less than anybody else. And that's it. Is your relationship completely accidental? The, the word people like to use is organic. Like, is it, were you like, was there ever like you saw Carolyn from across the room and you're like, all right, uh, she looks like she'd be a good mother. Uh, she can coach me to the games and she has great earning potential. Or were you were like, okay, there's that dude. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh God, I could carry his kids. I could coach him to the games. I could scratch and he can uh, cook for me. The fuck triple crown. Or is just the whole thing just like, Every day you wake up and it's just one more, and now you're the CrossFit Games champ and the CrossFit Games champ coach. When we met, she was coaching at my gym. At your gym. I, 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 was, I was a member at a gym, and I was just doing CrossFit. Uh -huh. uh, I used to work construction full-time at the, at the time. And when she was coaching the classes, I would not go because I hated having her as a coach. She's bossy. Because I, I was I was a cocky kid and she was mm -hmm. trying to put me back well, in a be straight late line. To class and like, I was just late, do, do whatever. <laughs> so hey, she Adler, I remember Caroline vaguely in the media pit with her in in um, Del Mar, and I remember having uh, opinions about her when, when I wouldn't have like I'd be like, man, this girl is really assertive. Like 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 if she's like like she's very. I just remember you being very assertive human being. She knows where she's going in life. And yeah. if, if you're in, in the way, then you're going to get bumped. Yeah. And, but you know what? Like, <laughs> it, 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 that, that's life. Like, you just got to plow through. So, so it was just, it, the whole thing is just really organic. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my God, like I, some magical power brought, we're two magnets and we were just like, now we're just. <laughs> I mean, I, we, I didn't like her very much at the beginning. And then, events made that we spent a little bit more time together 
and we went on a date and then we started dating. Like it, it just clicked and worked. Like we, we dated for two months and we, uh, we moved in together after only two months. So every, everything was like easy and it, it was like, okay, this is, this is good. And we dated for at least a, a year and a half, maybe two years mm-hmm. before she started like coaching me more. Like, With a particular uh, yeah. goal. In was mind. that even an accident? No, no. Like, were you like, like she wasn't just in there one day and she coaches you a little bit and then it gets a little bit more and it's a little bit more. Next thing you know, she's your coach. No, I think, I think like I was doing like group classes and then I would add some stuff and then she would program it for me. Uh, And then we just added and added and added and added until like I had to have that full on program and she, she did it. So and and every time like we had a goal like i remember we had the goal to qualify for regionals so we were working working towards that goal and i was working out as much as i could while working full time and then yeah we had a busy schedule and then at some point it's like we opened our affiliate so i was coaching more and then i could but i could also train more and it like it, it just came through like very very gradually through the years I was, it was reported to me, I don't know how, I heard through the grapevine, I don't even know what I'm saying, but I heard, let's go with I heard, at the CrossFit Games that during the run, you were um, talking shit to Roman, all good, and no, then I, was I encouraging him. oh right, encouraging him, I heard you encouraging, sorry my bad, I heard you were encouraging Roman uh, in the CrossFit Games, um, and then I heard that you touched him. Like, I don't know, you bumped him or slapped him on the back or some shit like that. And he got all fucking twi- twisted up and, and reported you to the authorities. Oh, wow. For touching him. Is this the first you're hearing of this? No. Nope. Oh, <laughs> that was good. I liked your uh, exclamation. What did you, so can you tell me what happened? I'm not sure. Uh, so going into this run, I, I knew I had a good chance of winning it. Winning it. Uh, mm-hmm. we were b- way below my 5k pace PR. Um, so my goal was to try and cause I know Roman's a good runner as well. So I wanted to like leave the pack and lead the race with him. And at the same time, make him run faster than what he wants to. Um, so I, that's what I was saying to him during the run. Like, let's go, let's, let's, let's move away from the pack um, but I, I wouldn't touch anyone like that's, uh, I, I, we saw that at the games in the past athlete that made moves that way. And it's, it's not good. This is not, this is not supposed to happen in our sport. Um, I know that at some point I was, I was on the inside line and I was pretty tight. It was a pretty tight squeeze and I was hitting the, the little cross it markers. Um, so did it happen then? I don't know, but. Uh, touching him, no. Hey, so I'm guessing he reported it, and then they came and talked to you. They said, "Hey, just be, just so you know." But, but no one you came to me. No one came to you. No. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that well, makes me that makes me I, happy to hear. I was that. I was curious. I was like, okay, I, let me see, and I watched the full run, and I was like, who, where, what, where? I don't okay. understand. And the camera's on us for the full run. Yeah. So you never so, tapped you never tapped him on the back or anything like hey good job or nothing no, you never no. nothing. I think the no. only time when you after the first lap when you come in, I think that's the only time because you kind of like wave to the crowd and I know he's close oh, to you. Maybe. But like maybe 
but I waved to the crowd uh, after the first lap. I was, I was so excited for this run. Yeah. I, was, I, I got in the North park and the crowd started like roaring. I was like, yeah, let's go. And I don't have these moments often. Never. Uh, I was so surprised. I was like, I was like let's what is go. <laughs> and I was ready to run like hell after that first lap. And it, it was after that first lap that I just ditched Roman. I'm like, well, if you, if you don't want to run fast then I'll, I'll just go. Um, I mean, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't far, fall far behind. So. so in this clip right here, can you play this clip? We can hear you. Um, this is, I think, you saying something to Roman. Let's hear. I can't hear anything. No, I can't hear anything. That, that's probably the start of the second lap. And mm -hmm. I, 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 felt, I, saw, I saw him fall behind. I'm like, like are you slowing down? Are you, are, you, are you dying? What's happening? And I was trying to figure out who was beside me. So I knew Lazar was there. And I could hear, I think I could hear on the mics like, uh, that Pat was there. But I couldn't see him. And I, I didn't know who the, the tall guy was. It took me like two laps to figure out it was Hust. Um, so I was just trying to figure out like who was there. Trying to figure out like where they were on the leaderboard, who I was battling with for points, how many I had between me and Roman. Uh, so all these things were going through my mind and like trying to calculate because I was at that point, this is Saturday morning. And uh, this is where I had to start like gaining points because I think I was coming into Saturday in second or third place. And Roman had what, 100 points on everyone. So I was like, if I want, if I want to gain some spots, then I need people in between. So I was just trying to figure out like who was where. It, um, so, so the whole thing surprises you. By the way, I interviewed probably eleven athletes, and eleven out of eleven said that absolutely uh, talking to someone while you're running uh, is absolutely okay. They 100 percent were like, yeah, good on Adler if he was saying shit to him. E even even Rich agreed. Like, hey. But the but, but the weird part was is that they kept saying we kept hearing that you touched him and I was like, it didn't even make sense. Like, what were you gonna do? Do that to him? I mean, it, it like obviously it didn't make sense. There would be or like at the start, and I looked at the start, and it so looked really start, fair. No, no, like no, no. We've no. Seen, I was there at the worse. start, and we were on on the far left, and right right after the 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 line that we started on, there was a CrossFit uh, like uh, post. Yeah, a big base, like a big crossfit base, and then they pushed Roman through the like they squeezed us. Like, they were like, line up here, line up here, line up here, and then the it was legit like six feet in front of the line. And if we would have started squeezed through the fence, he would have been stuck behind everyone. So both of us, we were like, no, like we're not starting here. We're moving, and I was fine because it was only in front of him, and I could have just said nothing. And say like, well, you're gonna get stuck, and I'm jetting, and you're gone. But I was like, I was pushing the guys beside, and I had, Ch I think I had Chandler Smith right beside me, and I was like, Chandler, squeeze back, squeeze back to leave him space. And I said to Roman, like, I'm gonna leave you space. I'm not gonna push you and trip you in the in the thing. And I said to Chandler, I'm like, I gotta leave some space on that side, so don't like knock me off, like don't elbow me in the. So you were actually being courteous to him. You wanted you wanted Roman to be up there. Well, it was really unfair. Like, it, he, he would have been blocked, and I, I think the women would have passed, like, by him. So, no, it wasn't fair. But, I mean, we left plenty of space. We had plenty of space to start, and he sprinted the first few meters, I think, probably to be safe and go around. But 
I did I did leave him space, plenty of space to not trip over the thing. But God, I don't know flipped, why they would put that there. Like, just move everything out of the way. But we flipped the whole script on this story. It went from you're you're um, picking on the poor little Russian guy to uh, well, you you left room for the giant Russian. Want. What people can think whatever they want. I really don't care about it. Like, I I ran a fair race and uh, I my plan was to bait him and going fast and trying to make him fatigued. And it, it didn't really work actually. And that's why on second lap, like, fuck this, like I'm going. Uh, but yeah, I could have what, done that race uh, way faster. What about on the row? Were you chirping him on the row? There was also stories that you were chirping him on the row. Oh yeah. I made yeah. him miss. Uh, I made him go to the row before he hit the box. That was me. <laughs> yeah, fine. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on. I know uh, you're you're amazing, Caroline. Thanks for uh, doing this. Um, you guys are always welcome on the show. I'm so stoked for you. Uh, incredible victory. Pleasure watching you all week. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you guys are uh, you guys are two just really incredibly sober, positive individuals, and I'm and I'm always stoked to talk to you guys. Yeah. Thank now you. we got to work to keep keep the gold. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's going to be a hard task. We'll be checking in periodically with you. Thanks, yeah. guys. Have a good Thank day. You. Ciao. How'd I do, Brandon? Was that good? Crushed it. Thank you. You're welcome. Was he getting hostile there at the end? <laughs> no, I don't okay. think so. <laughs> Scare me a little bit. Like he's going to come through the screen and beat me up. I was sensing a little hostility. I think it's okay. You talk shit the whole race, right? If you got the wind power. If Yeah, if you got the wind power. Uh, Brandon Luckett, uh, CrossFit Games team athlete. You've been on the show before. You came on when you were an individual. Yes, sir. It's been and a then couple you of years. And then you retired and went into business with your dad or something. Like, are you a vet, veterinarian or an engineer? What do you do again? I'm a physicist. Oh, yeah, shit. It was <laughs> God, I tried to dumb you down to a veterinarian or engineer. Jeez. Well, those are both very hard professions. But, um, yeah, I'm a physicist with my dad. Hey, guys. Uh, watch this. Are you on a PC? Uh, Mac. Oh, shit. Never mind. I got schooled again. Look Dang. at his headset. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he fucked you all up. He's a physicist. He's got the dorkiest headset ever. I know it. It's a Jabra. It's like a, such a high-quality dork headset. Wait. And this is, I thought this, for sure he's going to be on a PC. This is my wife's from her CPA <laughs> company. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> have a headset. Wait, for her what company? She's a CPA. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. So does she and so she has a PC? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Caleb, give me something fitty. fitty. All right. All right. 50 all yard right. line. <laughs> I'm in field goal distance. Uh okay. Look at this. This guy just screams European. Look at him, right? That's just European dude. Like you just know. He's either from Europe or from Seattle. Uh the champ. Great work. Uh Caroline and Jeff Sevon. This is money for semifinals coverage. I'm working to collect the money for the games. Dude, you the man. Gonzalo. Gonzalo Diaz Manreal. Manreal. Uh hey, hey dude, I might use your money to go to Wadapalooza. I've been I've been chirping the uh speaking of chirping. I've been calling the guy who runs that thing, uh, Dylan, the guy who replaced Matt O'Keefe, Dylan Molinsky, Molinsky. Uh, Sevy is trying to dummy him down. <laughs> I'm trying to, make, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to outsmart Brandon Luckett. <laughs> Easy to do. Oh, it is, it is, it was Tommy Marquez. Holy shit. Look it. Wow. 
<laughs> he watches the show, but he doesn't want to admit he gives money. I don't blame him. I don't know. I'm struggling, Brandon. I just see her as a coach. I don't care that she's a woman or black or 5'8". The first 5'8 Canadian woman to coach. What do you think? But we, I guess we celebrate the first one, right? The first what? Like just the first of anything. Like if you were the first like Eskimo to win a, a, a marathon, we'd be like, eh, that's the first Eskimo ever to win a marathon. And then that's it. We drop it after that. You don't, that's it. We drop it. Makes sense to me. Okay. Just one. Hey, um, so when I talked to you last, you went as an individual in what year? 18, 20, and 21. Crazy, dude. Now, why slum it? Why stop? <laughs> no, why, why stop? slum it in 2023? Teams, teams, slum it. Uh, why why slum it in teams? So in 2020, I was in residency in Oklahoma. And like I, I wasn't planning on competing, really. But Residency uh, for what? To be a physician? Physicist. Medical oh. physics. So I oh, work in like okay. hospitals and clinics. So it's, okay. it's a, like a healthcare field. Okay. Um, but Alexis Johnson had reached out to me. He was like, hey, like, would you be interested in going team? And it seemed appealing to me just because there's a good bit less pressure in terms of and like I, um, I guess it was my perception that like I wouldn't have to train as intensely and like the, the mental pressure wouldn't be quite as high. So with residency, it just kind of made sense, and I'd, I'd agreed to it. And so um, we ended up qualifying for teams then, but then COVID happened, right? And so there was no teams at the games. It was just the online games with the top 20 or uh, 30 or however many people from the, the Open and then all of the sanctionals, which I had qualified for the individual side through the open that year. So I, I was able to compete on the online games during COVID. And then I just stuck it out and went individual again the year after that moved back home to work with my dad. I was like, you know, I think, I think it's probably time that like I hang up the shoes and get through this, you know, try to figure out how to actually, you know, run a company with my father and, um, you know, hold a, a true profession and give a lot of my effort to that. But, uh, last last um fall alexis reached out to me again it was like hey it's my last year competing i don't want to compete anymore after this but i'd love to do team with you so a whole uh, year in advance um it was yeah it was it was like august or so um before last season so 2022 august um september october some, sometime in the fall in 2022 and uh I said, you know, one more year, like we can make it happen one more year, you know, we can do it. I, I, but I did tell her, I said, like, look, I don't have time to try to put together a team. Um, I trust you to put together the other three or the other two rather. Um, I'm not going to change the way I'm training. Like I'll, I'll train as much as I can, um, but I'm not going to put like work or life second for that. So uh, just like heads up there she's like okay like no problem i believe you'll be fit enough for the season and uh and you didn't stay true to that either right like you you, (laughs) they never do (laughs) i will not put life before okay fine okay i'll miss that birthday Uh, sorry i'm not going that way yeah eventually because at the end of the day it's you out on the field right and you don't want to show up like a ding dong right yeah you i mean you have a lot of responsibility um to your other teammates who were putting in a lot of time and effort and sacrifice. I mean, all three of us or all four of us lived in different States. Um, Logan lived in Dallas. Shaylin was in North Carolina. Um, Alexis 
didn't really have a residence. She lived with me for a few months and then moved to North Carolina for a few months. But um, like everyone put in like so much time and effort and like sacrificed so much time with their own family from their jobs, traveling that like, you know, you don't want to let any of them down. So you, you end up making a lot of sacrifices yourself to make sure that you can, you know, hold your own out there. Um, uh, uh, no, not the, uh, clock. Uh, cool people use Apple. That is a limbosol. I can't say that word anymore. I'm, I'm not using that word anymore. Sorry. So we'll just go with limbosol. 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 Like like your liberal and an imbecile. It's a limbosol identity marker from the Bay Area in the '90s. Give it up, Sevon. Oh no, don't make me give that up, please. So in 2022, you nothing. You just were just chilling. Um, I mean, chilling's a loose term. I, I still trained every day. Um, you know, working. Did you go to the games at all? I did. did you attend? I oh, coach. I was a coach for a master's athlete. Oh shit! So I was there backstage. So you're still hovering. You were still circling the. It's the ecosystem yeah. pretty seriously. Yeah. Okay, okay. You never retired. You misrepresented yourself. I think. Is, I mean, the, the, intention, retired, was, the intention was always there. <laughs> uh, how did your How did your master's athlete do? And did you like coaching? Um, so he was a guy I trained with before, and um, like a few weeks before the games, he had texted me. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing the week of the games?" I was like, "What do you want? <laughs> like, what do you need me to do?" He's like, "Well, I've asked like two chiropractors to go with me. I've asked a buddy of mine. Like, none of them could go." And I was wondering if you. I was like, "So I'm like fifth on your list to be to be your bag boy." He was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, sure, I'll go. <laughs> so like, awesome. a coach is like a loose term. Um, is more just like support and you know, uh, helping him out when I could. But um, I mean, he, he's a great athlete, so uh, it went it went well. Is yeah. uh Justin King? He's one of the strongest and like strongest men I know out there on the field. Did but, he uh, go this year? No, no, no. I think he he's done. He retired too. Um. And, and, and t- tell me the girl's name that um, got you back into the teams this year. Alexis Johnson. Alexis Johnson. And why do I know her name? Was she on like? She was on a Mayhem team okay, last year. They was. were like okay. fifth, I think. Okay. And then before that, she's been an into, she's been on a team with Travis Williams and Jen Smith and Roy Gamboa. Okay. Before okay. that. Okay. Um, and then she oh, was she's legit athlete. as shit. She's she's been competing since twenty. She's been her first time at the games was twenty seventeen as an individual. Um, so she's been around for uh, a good while now. I ran into her um, at, the, at the North Park warm-up area. You know, just like inside where the corrals are? Yes. And I ran into her in there, uh, and she looked like a fucking statue. And somehow I started talking to her and interviewing her. And, man, the difference between some interviewing someone like her and like, someone who is 19 years old and their first time to the games is crazy. Yeah. She's like a 32 year old superpower. She's like a, like wonder woman. Yeah. Like and everything she, go ahead. Yeah. She, I mean, she, she thinks the things differently too. I mean, she's a, she's a math PhD. So she's got like just uh, that, that different aspect to her mental game for sure. Was it all dorks on your team? Pretty much. <laughs> was there any, a PhD, uh, uh uh, physicist, what were the other people? Please tell me there was someone who's like the fucking like McDonald's uh, uh, drive through window. Please tell me, please. Shaylin Laurie's in the FBI. Oh my God. Yeah, so she's an FBI agent. Collusion, collusion. We know what you do there. 
So, I mean, she was a police officer. She was in the, uh, the infantry and then she was in the FBI. So she's like, just kind of a badass. And how about um, the other dude? Logan Collins. Uh, he, oh, that's Logan Collins was on your team this year. Yeah. The dude who almost got sent up to uh, Canada. I think I had him on the show. The guy they tried to send him up to Canada for a. Uh... Yes. Holy yeah, shit. For the, or the, yeah, the semifinals back then. God, and, I love um, that dude. Great team you had. It was a good team. It was an awesome team. It, what's he do for a living? He's got like a kid or something, right? Oh, she yeah. looks like she's in the FBI. <laughs> you all look like you're fit. What's he do? And he looks like a dad. He's right. Yeah, he's got a dad. He's got another one on the way. Um, He's got a little girl, Emmy Tate. Uh, she's two or three. Um, but he, he, he runs CrossFit Rejoice, um, or maybe it's the regiment. It's a, it's, he, he's got a CrossFit gym up in just North of Dallas. Um, and he does some insurance, uh, sales work, um, with a, with a company that he started. And then he also does like warehouse real estate. So he, he like wears a few different hats there. Hey, can, what's that girl's name? The FBI girl? Shaylin Laurie. Shailen, can she um conceal? Can she? What's that called? Uh, carry concealed, concealed, concealed carry? carry. Yeah, y- yeah, she for sure can do that. Do you think she brought a gun to the games? If I had a bet, God, that's awesome. How many athletes brought a gun to the games? Probably just one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we don't mean to be getting you in trouble, girl. Uh, Math PhD, uh, definitely a PC girl. I'm definitely getting her on. She's got a PC for sure. She worked on that PC at my kitchen table for three months. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Um, uh, um, Does she have a boyfriend, that girl? No. Not that I know of. The fuck is wrong with people? Might be speaking out of terms. Yeah, someone needs to get that. Um, uh, how, does she know a lot about the games? Is she a student of the game? Like, does she know like the athletes and stuff? Would she be good? I and would love to have someone like her as a regular on the show. Yeah, I mean, she she talks about like the athletes a lot, and she even talks. So, coming from like a math background, she mm-hmm. talks about like the statistics of rankings and things like that, like a lot, which is kind of interesting to hear her take on it. Um, because there's there's like algorithms and equations for rankings and like stuff like that that she's like spoken about which is kind of interesting listen this that's really her instagram mathlete that's awesome yep holy shit she is a goob wow took podium spot at crash crucible in 2022 oh and so she knows jr what a fucking rad chick also was on mayhem independence that took fifth in last year's games i mean i would hear her name all the time like coming out of brian's mouth and the people's mouth i would hang out with yeah yeah, she's wow. been around the game for a long time now. Uh, Jonathan Ortega, uh, Shaylin definitely had a gun somewhere. <laughs> Same here, though. <laughs> so I guess there's at least two. Oh, shit. Her and Tyler were chopping it up at Crash last year. Tyler's one of our local uh, math dorks. Oh, really? Yeah, he has the app, the Heat One app, by the way, which fucking killed it. It was the fantasy app he launched for... Um, the games this year. Of course, her and Tyler were chopping it up. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Listen, uh, Jeffrey Birchfield. Beautiful hat, Jeffrey. I saw a post of her defending her dissertation. God. I was at her dissertation. You were? What's yeah. a dissertation? And explain that to me. She, like- def- she, so, like, whenever you do grad school, like, you, to, I guess, 
close out your grad school to, to graduate um, from PhD, you like develop a thesis. So oh. it's a something that hasn't been like really proven before or something. New, like something like in Washington like, State, two plus two isn't four anymore. That's racist. Right. She had to defend that. Right. Awesome. So she spent five <laughs> or six years at Rice University in Houston, um, just developing her thesis and then had to defend it against like the, the panel of professors at Rice, um, basically proving her point. And you can get it. You can sit in on one of those. Yep. Yep. Why were you there? She wanted you there. Um, so I've known her for, uh, since 2017. I met her whenever I was doing a uh, internship at MD Anderson in Houston, uh-huh. and just kind of walked into her gym and um, to like to, to train. And she was training for her first qualification as an individual for the games. And so uh, I trained with her for like a summer, got to know her a little bit, and then whenever I finished undergraduate school in Louisiana. I uh, got accepted to graduate school back at MD Anderson. So I went back to Houston and trained with her for two years. And so like basically what you're saying is, is like, I mean, defending your dissertation sounds like pretty intimate and like, like you wouldn't want anyone there unless they got your back. Right. Yeah. We've been very good friends for, for a while. And so she invites you to that. How many other people were there? Um, Maybe uh, 10 or 15 people that weren't the panel of professors. Wow. Is that the only, is that the only time you've been to a, a dissertation? Um, dissertation. No, it's, there's a few PhDs, uh, back in my grad school who I, I watched their dissertation, but also had my thesis defense at MD Anderson. So I went to my own. How'd she do? Did she get into a squabble with anyone? Mm-mm. No, she oh. knew her, she knew her topics very well. Damn. But I mean, oh. the, yeah, but the professors try to like test you on like your your depth of knowledge. So you've got to know your subject matter pretty well. Did she kicked ass? Yeah. Did you, was she wearing something like where you could see her like every time she went, put her hand up, her lat like was exposed? <laughs> like, remember. fuck you. You know what I mean? Just like one of these. Yeah. You ever do that? Like, just like you're standing in line, just like flex your lats so the guy behind you knows, like, yo. I'm always flexing my lats. Single file line, mofo. <laughs> Don't you ain't passing these wings. <laughs> <laughs> uh sema globes i'd love to see your globes uh the most horrifying hours of your life oh it's stressful yeah hours yeah i mean they can be a couple hours i don't remember how long her hers was maybe like two hours and they they push everybody out of the room who's not on the panel yeah and like they make a decision on like whether you pass or fail and like they bring everyone back oh like, like, jur- like jury duty pretty much <laughs> Uh, BJ Penn, Ariel Loan was strapped for sure. Possible. <laughs> what is that? Who is that? Oh, that's Beth her? Alexis Johnson doing Fran in her graduation garb. Wow. Hey, that uh, that thing looks environmentally friendly. Like you, like it's made of paper, that, gar- that outfit. In Houston, it's got to be, dude. It's too hot. Dang. It's thin. Uh, you, you, I, I want to say that you caught my attention for your incredible, uh, team, diverse, uh, team of, of, of Montley crew of geniuses. I want to say that I just wanted to revisit with you cause I missed you, but those would be lies. That's okay. <laughs> There's a video of you, uh, picking Alexis wrap this up. Uh, John, L- Close. Yeah, not quite yeah, a lesson. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> Caleb, text me that shit. I, what I tell you about correcting me publicly like that? Tried to whisper. Tried to whisper. Uh, this is so 
this is what's it called the handstand worm workout yep. and that's you on the left and that's her like w- what is she doing down there like she just got crumbled by the worm or what's she doing down there alexis had the flu um during oh, shit. our uh five or four days at the crossfit games so um she was like operating on empty by now um and the the worm this this worm was exceptionally hard for the females in the team in the teams um because the their section of the worm typically 70 pounds you're typically next to a taller man where you like the 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 males on the team typically take a little bit of load from the girls just because it's the geometry it's just we're taller yeah, you're a giant compared to her yeah how tall are you six foot almost yeah and yeah. she's shorter than me i think yeah she's pretty short she's little yeah. and so um with this worm however they're like almost independently moving they're only connected by that rope but that rope is like the the sandbag will slide forwards and backwards on the rope so like you hold more of your own load on that on that worm the earthworm and uh not only that, but the sections were heavier. So typically it's like one, it's like 90, 70, 90, 70. But on this one, it was 125, 100, 125, 100. So that, Damn. that jump from 90 to 125 for males isn't that crazy. Um, so that worm didn't feel that bad to Logan and I. But the jump from 70 to 100 for females is a massive jump, especially considering that the, they're almost holding they're they're really holding all of that weight because of the independence of the bags. So the the worm was already more challenging for the females throw on top of that like a shoulder injury she sustained and the flu and she was she was operating with very little gas in the tank. And everyone on the team's taller than her, even the chick on the team. What was her yeah. name? Shaylin. She's Shaylin. a giant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so she's so what she's what you're not, she was straight up tapped out in 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 at this point. And, but you're uh, not done. No. How much left is in the workout? 17 seconds. I didn't even know. I didn't know the time cap. Okay. Uh, action. Let's watch this. So, so, wait, 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 sorry. One more thing. So, uh, y- why is that down? Did you guys just take a break? Did the leader of the team be we, like, we break? had like, we had seven thrusters left in the workout. And after three reps, um, I don't remember if, someone had dropped it or if we we're like, Hey, we like, we've got to put it down or what. But, uh, it looks like because of the way the worm is like Logan's piece is next to Shaylin's, everything's kind of wonky. Someone probably dropped it off a shoulder and it, it like collapsed all of us. Yeah. I saw, I saw, um, that thing get put down improperly and throw Andrea Nistler to the ground, like just yeah. slam her to the ground. It yeah. was crazy. The first time, so we didn't get to warm up on it. The first time we did a clean out there, I'm so used to like being in a, a certain position on the worm that whenever I clean my bag, <clears throat> the whole, my whole sandbag flipped off the back of my shoulder and then it whipped everyone to the ground. Like, I mean, not very safe, but <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. It's like fighting with a dragon's tail. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Okay. And so, so you don't know if this was a clean put down or if this was a it, it doesn't look like it was a clean put down. I mean, <laughs> Just because Logan, the way everyone's scattered around like that. Yeah, trying to straighten the shit back out. <laughs> okay, here we go. And so you so you need to get the team back going again. Yep. And you reach over. And now, right at any point when you picked her up by her bra strap, were you like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this? No. 
No. <laughs> not Alexis. Alexis, like, had it been like another person. You picked her up like a handbag, like at the like at the airport. Uh, this one's mine. No, Alexis and I are good enough friends that like <laughs> it's okay for me to do that. Uh, have you ever picked anyone up like that before? That's a first for sure. So that was just straight imp- improv. Yeah. And um, when did you know? Can we watch it a few times, Caleb? Uh, does she say she does she say anything to you there? Like, thank you. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically that move, it's like pulling on a dog's choke chain. It really doesn't help the dog, but it lets the dog know you're going this way, right? Like, like you're not really helping any weight, but you let her know she feels that thing tighten around her chest, and she's like, "Oh, yeah. time to stand." Yeah, I, I'd already. I could tell like early on in that event that she was she was going to need to be pulled really up by her bra like, a couple times. <laughs> I, I, I pulled her in. I pulled her in a few times before this early on, um, and it 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 was probably like one of the few times in the weekend where I had a lot of understanding for how much she was hurting, um, and like it's like the last event, right? Like we're not making any moves to to climb the leaderboard or anything. Um, and so like, it was probably one of like the few times where I could tell, I knew the whole weekend she was putting out as much, you know, wattage as she could. She was doing everything she could throughout the weekend to give us as much, um, you know, as many points as possible. Like, do, I mean, she's, she's not someone to like give up and, you know, the team never stopped trying to make moves. Um, but it was the last event and she was like on empty for sure. Um, like just the weekend had tapped her out, uh, not sleeping, you know, colds, chills, like body aches. Um, and so I'd let's already pulled her in she once. had COVID. Let's say she had COVID. I mean, she might have. Yeah, let's she go with have. that. So she had COVID and she was out there. Yeah. Um, with that. And so I'd pulled her in once and I was like, hey, dude, like you've got to fucking get it together. Like, I know you're hurting. I know it. Like, I know this shit hurts. It's our last event. And you've got to like, you've got to compose yourself because in her eyes, you could see like the fear and the frustration and like the, like the, the worry building because of like how bad she was hurting. And I was like, dude, I love you. Like, you've got to like, we've got to pull this shit together. Like we've got to keep moving. We're almost God, there. She must love being on a team with you. That's cool. Um, It was a good year. Yeah. yeah, she must have loved that. What place did you guys end up taking? 11th. Were you going to go to the games again with that team? I think Alexis is done, man. Oh. I think she's done. But you would if she called you? I'd consider it. You needed that itch scratch. 2022, You it, it started like, you were like, what is this thing? I need to get this. <laughs> like you, you, had, you had the itch? I think I've accepted at this point that it's just, it's in me. Like, I'm, <clears throat> I can't not. I, I got to do something, you know. Um. So, so when did you know that that was going to be um a highlight for the games? The old pick the girl up by the bra strap. Like, when did that become like? Were you like, oh shit? Like, did you remember doing that, or you were looking online and all of a sudden you're like, oh fuck? What is I remember this? doing it and uh, Misfit Athletics. They had a media guy there, Ted Bonifant. And he oh, sent me the video. Did he? Oh, he must have been so stoked. He must have been dying. Yeah, he sent me that one. That's so good. Oh, so, my God. I did, sent and, it to Alexis, like, separately. I didn't really plan on, like, posting it or anything. 
and she's like we should post this oh she like, did yeah god she's a good sport awesome <laughs> yeah for sure oh the the i know that videographer must have been just cackling like that's the kind of shit like you're dying when you see it yeah for 100 percent. well dude thanks for coming on it's good yes, good sir. to catch up with you um man we've had some great people on the show you're fucking awesome thanks Savan. appreciate that Te- tell so miss you- uh thank you uh tell miss johnson um shaylin and um no no don't tell me it's the guy who was supposed to go to canada what's the first letter in his name l, l. last name first letter c lj l larry Larry Cohen. So close. Yeah. So close. <laughs> what, what's the second? What's the second letter in his first name? O. <laughs> lo, 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 a, a dude's name yes. with an L O. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there, man. <laughs> Logan. Logan. There it is. Logan. Yeah, what's his last name? Uh, start with. Oh, what shit. is it? C. That's a C. Oh Collins. yeah. Okay, Collins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Logan. Logan Cooper. Yes, Logan Cooper. Thank you. Oh no. Larry. Larry Cooper. Yeah, tell tell Logan and Shaylin and uh, Alexis, thank you. What yes, a great, sir. what a great story land you took us through. All right, uh, and I'll and I'll see you around. I hope you make it to the yes, games sir. again so we can stay friends. I'm shallow like that, and my friends ain't no problem. Have to go. To the I'll store. I'll do what I can to keep our friendship open. Thank you. All right, boss. <laughs> Bye. What's embarrassing? Getting pulled up by your bra? No, it's totally fine. What are you talking about? She was cool with it. She is cool. Larry Singh? Larry King. Who's La- oh, Larry King? I am um, trying to think if I ever get embarrassed. I was, I, I guess I was embarrassed when Laura wouldn't shake my hand for a second. Because I, I didn't know how Did to. Did you like, feel talk. warm? Like when that happens, do you feel like your body just like heat up? I feel spe- well, yeah, kind of. I get embarrassed, but I also like. Part of me is kind of weird. I like it. Like I like the challenge of being put in a really uncomfortable situation. I mean, like, oh, am I going to be able to breathe my way through this? <sighs> Superstar athlete, ten people watching, just staring at my hand, won't shake my hand. Uh oh, fuck, I'm frozen. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Way less than a thousand people watching. It's like it's like dropping your phone like you're in line at the DMV and you drop your phone like back in the day, like your Nokia and the battery and all the shit goes flying in all directions oh, of the keyboard yeah. and shit. And you just gotta act cool. I I used to I you just you're just acting cool. Like you don't even like you're like mm. damn. Uh no, you wanna know what happened? You know what wanna know what fucking happened? I can't believe I've never told you this. You ready, Adam? This is what fucking happened. She, I told you guys, Adam Clink is there. The fucking, the man, the five-minute mile man with the 500-pound something back squat. Ben Smith is there, former CrossFit Games champ. Gabriella Magawa, the most fucking powerful woman you've ever fucking, looking woman you've ever stood next to. Just crazy in person, by the way. I've never really dug into how crazy it is standing next to her. Laura Horvat, and then there was someone else. Um, uh, fuck, there's, oh, Jamie Simmons. Who, who 
I'm I'm crazy uh, intimidated by because she's like she's like the only she's one of the few adults there. Like every time I look around and just see kids, Jamie Simmons is like a mature fucking human being. Her and her husband, like they pay their bills on time and shit. And and like she got a checkbook with her anyway. And I go to shake her hand and she won't shake my hand and everyone else is shaking my hand. And finally, she shakes my hand. And she says something like, you shake hands like a bitch. I'm not even joking. And I did. And hey, here's the thing. I did shake her hand like a little bitch. Were you scared? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, oh, it was so fucked up. It was it wasn't like I could be like, no, I didn't. It was fucking I was a mess, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, you're right. And I got all warm and flush and shit. And like I wanted to get out of there. And but it was cool. I liked it. I was like, oh, I can't wait to tell the story on my podcast. That's why everyone needs a podcast because all the fucked up shit in your life, you can kind of be like, well, at least that's going to be a good story. No, yeah, it wasn't firm, dude. It was so weak. Even Paulina called you out. Damn. Yeah, and I've been called out like three times in the last like month, and I always like prided myself on having a good handshake, but I don't want to be one of those douches that squeezes too hard. God, I just need to fucking figure – I need to practice. You make up for it in hugs, though. You're okay, a good. good hug giver. Yeah, I, do, I give the mm. – Firm. Fuck. Damn. There's somebody else that gave shitty handshake and I just can't trust that guy anymore. Uh, re- really? Yeah. I handed her, you hand, no, I would not a wet fish. It's not that bad. Um, oh no. I 100% judge a person on how well they shake a hand. Fucking A. I've usually been right too. But I hugged you for the first time. It wasn't like a, we didn't shake hands. Mm. The great endangered Armenian jellyfish. Fuck. Let's get this out of everyone's system right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Look, you made Gabe. You gave Gabe a fucking, no. got Gabe's poor Gabe's head. Fuck, it, it wasn't, wasn't me, Caleb. Gabe. I tried. Uh, yeah, take your swolverine. It will uh, improve your... Wait, where is it? Taking uh, your swolverine will improve your grip strength. Uh, I think... Uh, I, let's call... I think Suze's on his way here. We, today's the day, man. T- uh, tomorrow's... I don't even know if there'll be a podcast tomorrow because we're going to try to re... We're going to empty out my entire office today. I think this is him. Hey, do you want me to try to call Laura Horvat? Shit, something's wrong with my phone line. God. I have Laura Horvat's phone number. You guys want me to try to call her? Oh, shit. <laughs> I just want to hear that, her voicemail. Would that be crazy if I did that? It would be. It shouldn't be a big deal. Um, oh, shit. My phone's trying to update. Don't do that. Julian, you had a good handshake. I think I'm pretty sure I remember meeting you. And you had a good handshake. I don't think anybody that I met from the chat Yellow? shook my hand or- Gave a Dude, you're the fucking executive producer of the show. You can't interrupt when Caleb's talking just because you're on the phone. You like, you know, the show is going. You got to wait till it's your turn. Try again. Dude, I couldn't. I couldn't hear shit. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know if it was connected. What do you mean? <laughs> Waiting for the Bluetooth to hook back up. Hey, are you underwater? Are you in a submarine right now? I'm on the 17. Oh, uh, that's what it sounds like, ladies and gentlemen. In a in a 1987 Honda Civic. 
uh, driving on a white. That was seven. That was seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Okay, good. All right. Hey, show was good. We crushed it. I know. I'm listening to it. It's always funny when I'm behind and then I'm listening to the show and then you call. We crushed it. Hey, I'm going to try to call Horvat yeah. now. Fuck it. I don't care. Can someone tell me what time? Where does, does anyone know where she is? What time is it in Hungary? Mid-afternoon, probably. Do you think she's there in Hungary? Shit, maybe. All right. Yeah, we should- I think she's in, uh, she's where, like, Ben Smith or something, right? Oh, she's where does just, he live? Uh, Virginia. Wichita. She's, she's, like, an hour south of me. Hey, do you think, like, if I call her, it, th- th- there's any way, like, this... Get- oh, I have Kristoff's number. Oh, I don't have... Oh, I do have Laura Horvath's number. I have her name spelled wrong in my phone. <laughs> Classic. Hey, did anybody ever notice that her Instagram handle and her name are spelled differently? So I wonder which one it is. Okay. Wish me luck. I'm going to call her. All right. Okay, but you Good think luck. it's a bad idea? You think someone will like like she'll report me to HQ? Be like, hey, one of your media people is like, even though I'm not one of their media people, they mean I'm not one of their media people. I am not one of their media people. <laughs> hey, honestly, I think you're gonna call it to like doo, 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 the number you tried to dial. Okay. Not connected. Okay. Great. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Bye. Uh, all right. How do I um? How do I get the plus number? How do I get plus on my phone on an iPhone? I just hold the number down. It should be like a shouldn't you be able to add a plus in the someone someone will say it. Um oh yeah, press hold zero. Oh press hold okay, press hold zero. Okay, okay, here we go. Look look at the comments are coming in. Everyone's terrified. I know. Why are you guys terrified? I'm terrified too. Okay, here we go. Secondhand embarrassment. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Oh, it's ringing. Yeah, that's what you get for not shaking my hand. I've just been fucking cold calling your ass. Hello, Laura. Uh, hi, Laura. This is Sevon. Hi. Hi. How are Who you? Is this? this is Sevon. Remember me, the 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 reporter oh. from the CrossFit Games. Yeah. Hi. Come on. What do you want? I, I'm live on my podcast, and I was just trying to put on my big boy panties and give you a call. Oh, uh, I shouldn't have picked up. Sorry, your number is not still in my phone, so it didn't show. <laughs> Can I ask you just one question? Are you in Hungary right I now? I wouldn't have picked up if I knew it was you. <laughs> Fair, I, I am. I, I understand. You're in Hungary right now? So Can- this phone is very expensive for you, so I'm glad I picked up. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I am in Hungary. So this phone call is very expensive for you. Hey, let me ask you one quick question. Um, The last time I texted you, you responded with... Um, you already did ask me one. Last time I texted you, you responded with, how did you get my number? And so I, that kind of scared me a little bit. Do you think I could start texting you again? No, please don't. I will block your number. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to say congratulations for winning the CrossFit Games, and I hope you will consider uh, coming on my podcast, please. Thank you so much, but I will not do such a thing. Okay. Thank you. I'll keep trying. I, I, I'm like you. I'm a champion. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye. Love it. Thanks, okay. Salon. Have a great day. Okay. Bye. You too. Bye.
She said, have a great day. She did. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, my feet were shaking. I, kept, I just kept receding back. I was getting so nervous. Uh, Christine Young, laugh my ass off. I love her. Holy shit. T make this a clip. Crank calling Laura Horvat. <laughs> when, when, when you crank call her, but you freak out. <laughs> oh, is, is your refrigerator running? Oh, you better go catch it. Oh, my God. Fuck. I'm like fucking a five-year-old. I need a cigarette. I need one too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Shaking in your toe spacers. I know. Trust me. I know that was rough. I know. I, I dude, I was totally as fucking starstruck. I was a mess. I don't know. What do you want me to do? No one knows. Is she being serious? Big, big, big Bach, and no one knows. It's Hungarian. It's like there, we're. It's like she's from a different planet than us, or we're from a different planet than her. We don't even know how to communicate, but we. But I want to so bad. God, she's awesome. Yeah, she. I think we cracked the code maybe a little bit. Don't text me. I'll block this number. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but I'll ah, prank call you on the show and then we'll shit. maybe she'll answer. Hey, she saw that number. My nose is running. I'm so shaky. She saw that number and she was like, maybe she thought like it was a sponsor or something, right? Like it was just a US number. Yeah. For sure. Oh my God. For Laura's phone expenses. Oh my goodness. I should have asked her who would win in a fight, me or her. I need, you know what I need to do? I need to uh I, I need to call her like once a week. Too much? Once every other week? Every other probably. Jody Lynn, my goodness, for the cell phone bill. Laugh my ass off. Well, thank you. I want to tell you something. Maybe you want your money back, but I have international plan on my phone. Damn. <laughs> so a, a ball. Uh for Laura's expenses. Don't tell her that. I've never, I don't, I've never, I don't even, I can't even ever remember even looking at a cell phone bill in like 15 years. I don't even know how that, I don't even know how that, I don't even know how any of that works. Me neither. I'm still on my parents. Yeah. See, yeah, it's like that. Uh, Sevi, Sevon, if you take a full body x-ray of both you and Laura, they will look the same. I don't even, I don't understand that. Me neither. She's uh, six inches taller and has tits and a vagina. Oh, here we go. Oh, shit. He heard it. I can't believe that fucking worked. Was that crazy or what, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I was just called. Do not call her once a week or once every other week. That's a fucking yeah. yearly shit, dude. That's yearly. You could slap with some sort of Hungarian lawsuit. Oh, my goodness. And I just had to. Uh, I just had to congratulate you on that. You got. You got some balls for that one. Nice job. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Oh my goodness. I wasn't even ready. I was ill prepared. I should have had like. I should. I should have asked her who'd win in a fight. Fuck. I should have told her right, I could. Right, I needed like to, 150? I needed to tell her I could beat her ass. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's perfect. <laughs> it was perfect.
It was good. It was good. Oh my god! But uh, but <laughs> great job. That was a massive success. Let's please uh, clip that <laughs> and uh, let's change the title to uh, "Both Champs On." Oh and, uh, yeah! Throw it, throw yes! 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 Are you doing that in real time, Caleb? Yeah. Holy please, shit! Please clip it, Laura. Oh, at, sorry, sorry, Brandon. Luck it. God, how good is Brandon Luckett, too? I I wish he'd win the games. He'd be great to have on regularly. Uh, yeah, he was. I was only partly through it, and then you called me, and then when you got called, I jumped alive to listen to it. So He's, I got his uh, – maybe he got cut off. His delivery's epic. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to try not to uh, crash on this ridiculous road, and I'll see you in, like, 15 minutes. Okay, we're going to have to get so high on coffee to do this. It's such a massive undertaking. Yeah. Ah shit! So we're gonna we'll jam it out. Okay. We'll take some of that swolverine. Okay. That's All good. Right. I'm I'll gonna do Okay. Bye. Bye. Holy shit! Holy shit, guys! <laughs> I really like Sevan's podcast. It just really sucks that he's so he's so he's so extreme. I really don't like his take on things. Sorry. Still funny. I, I let the Canadians speak their mind on celebrating. God, I love Caroline Lambre, Lam, Lam, Lambreen, Lambre, Lambre, Caroline Lambre. I called her Lambreen. That's how they on the Talking Elite Fitness they had it spelt like that because you know her first name's Caroline, so they somehow they copied and pasted and it said Caroline Lambreen for a second, like two right. INEs. Yeah. Um. Uh. I really, I really like her. Just how sober she is. Well, we will celebrate it once that I'm a woman, and then we will move on. I just love her. I'm like, fuck, can't argue with that. All right, fine. Fuck me up. Yeah, it's funny there, that she just didn't didn't care. There were, yeah, she didn't, yeah. He care, not care. Like, just kind of like this sober kind of just like, hey, it is what like. I am the first girl. Like, you can't deny that. So like. I just hate it. You know, I'm just sensitive to that because I don't want to, I don't want to like, in the end, it makes it like some sort of lens that we should view the world through men and women. And, and, and here's the thing. There was the presupposition in that, that women want to be coaches. Like maybe they don't want to be coached. Maybe only, maybe it, women want to be coaches uh, 82% less than men. Like who the fuck knows and who cares? Oh shit. Jake Chapman, Jeffrey Lambre. A nice ring to it. Uh, two hours into the CEO office renovation, Susan will be picking Savannah up by his bra strap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, this fucking guy, Souza, this fucking knucklehead. So we're in Newport, and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna do. We're about to go to the beach. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna get some blood flow. Uh, I'm gonna do 100 burpees, 10 burpees on the minute for 10 minutes. And my fucking kids are there. And he's like, oh, I'll do it with you. So I do 10 burpees on the minute. And he does 10 burpees and 10 air squats on the minute. Oh, Caleb froze. Oh, there he's unfrozen. So he did, he did, he basically did almost double the work I did. And my kids ended up doing what he did too. So here I am thinking I'm cool doing 100 burpees. And all these fucking two six year olds and an eight year old and Susan did 10 burpees and 10 air squats on the minute for 10 minutes. That shit's <laughs> hard. That would have fucking killed me. He is fucking fit. <clears throat> uh, oh, 
I didn't even think of that. Savon, if you really want to stir the pot, get in touch with Gabby Magawa and give her some shine. You mean like to just to make it? I will tell you this. If you stand next to her, she, there's a lot. All of those athletes are imposing. But when you stand next to Gabby Magawa, she is a. She, she it is something else. She is a force. Her dude, too. Christoph Horvat. They're like, they don't look, they look like they're, remember the flat earth guy said that there used to be giants that roamed the earth? Yeah. They're like, Christoph and Gabriella Magawa are like dwarf versions of giants. Like little, like if you, like if there was a pet, like you could have a small giraffe, a miniature giraffe. They're like miniature giants. I mean, uh, Adam Klink's a big guy and he looks, he does not look big with that, with those Hungarians, around those Hungarians. Yeah, he looks. Just normal. Yeah, like a normal dude. Smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Regular old dad. Yeah. Is he a dad? Yeah. I think he's got a couple kids. Fuck. This podcast is going to go. Every time fucking Laura's on, these podcasts go down as legendary podcasts. <clears throat> what did you rename it? Uh, I put a plural. I Champs. Could probably do better. Yeah. yeah. Can you put, put Laura's name in there too? I did. Oh, you, oh okay. Good. That's awesome. I don't think she does hate me. That's the thing. I, you think she hates me, Rodri? I don't think she does. That's the thing. No one, we can't figure it out. She said, "Have a great day." How did <clears throat> she hate you? And when I said, um, "You know what?" Also, when I congratulated her, she said, "Thank you." Like she, she could did. have easily said, "Your words mean nothing to me." <laughs> you know what I mean? I hope your podcast takes off. Yeah. Uh oh, coffee. I love Sevon's interviews, but don't like when he talks about extremes like miniature giants. I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I always take it too far. <clears throat> what I really want to talk to you guys about is Hiller's video, but I'm trying not to. Say that for a live call on show. <sighs> I don't know. I just she thinks she's the Spiegel's going to think people are picking on her <clears throat> and like, or, or some shit like that. And no one is, no one is picking on her. It just is. Um, it's just, that's what Hiller does, man. Hey, if you have friends out there, your friends should protect you. Do you guys know what I mean by that? So, <clears throat> like, uh, at, at night, Caleb and I would go to the restaurant, and we would eat a steak, and we would have a couple spicy margaritas, and we would go on the podcast. And if we were too drunk to be on the podcast, someone would need to tell us, hey, dude, it's bad for your brand to go on that drunk. Like, you're fucking slurring. And we always stopped it, too, but... But who knows? I mean, I only fucking weighed probably a buck fifty-five there. Um, now I'm huge again, one sixty-eight. It's Wolverine. Uh, yeah, it's important to protect your friends. I'll say that. They should not have published that uh, podcast. Someone should have heard it and been like, "Hey, there's some videos out now <clears throat> that people shouldn't be publishing," like. If you have, if you're a media person and you have CrossFit Games athletes that you make media for, you got to protect them. 
do not do not put stuff out that there's a difference between being vulnerable and coming across like poorly and like i'm not blaming any athlete for like not after the games not having 10,000 excuses but dude that's not good for your brand to to put that out publicly unless it's like something crazy like an alligator ate your mom yeah it was a lot of just but just like nothing yeah like if i'm i was overtrained <laughs> dude uh okay maybe you get one of those but you don't get 30 minutes of that you got to be careful if you want to protect your band, even if it's true, you know, because, because the people watching it are just making quick snap judgments of you. So, <clears throat> and it's important. You have to know that woke talk that, that, that doesn't get to, that stays really surface and ambiguous. Like it may work for you at, at some point, like, you know, like, Oh my God, you might call someone like, Hey, Sevon's a racist and that works. It's ambiguous and people who they can make up some shit in their head that maybe I did, right? It's ambiguous and they can make up something I did, or that was really crazy what he did back in 1997. And then people can make up the story that, that woke talk of not, of, of just destroying people and canceling people with ambiguity. Uh, you like it when it's, when you're doing it to other people, but when you're doing it to yourself, you do an hour and a half podcast and you're just being ambiguous about your own feelings, people will do the same thing to you, man. They'll make up stories in your head like everyone saying in, from watching that video that she sounds bitter. She never said she was bitter, but because she was ambiguous, people are, are having to read into everything she said. And that woke talk, man, it's fucking dangerous. You're asking people to go in their head and, 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 and fill in the blanks. I was so angry the way Caleb treated me. Right. And so then everyone runs off the show and be like, man, Caleb has really treated Sevon bad. I gave you some ambiguous thing. But on some other said, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that shit, that shit, that axe swings both way. <clears throat> uh, Dusty Witch, Dust Witch, J and S. Who's J and S? Sevon is baiting you with the touching. He likes doing that. J to J and S. J touching. I don't know. Sorry. I do like touching though. Oh. Oh, Jeff and Caroline. Oh, no, no. I'm not baiting him. I actually heard that uh, he touched him, and you will see in the behind the scenes. People say it. Nice try though. I'm a little, if I'm going to bait someone, I'm a little more obvious about it. I'm a little more obvious about it. Yeah. So, like, I just did it there. I told you that some people are putting out videos that are, um, and then I gave you the details of what they're doing, what I think that they're doing wrong, but I didn't tell you who they are. So now you guys have to fill in or trying to guess who it is. And th that's how that game fucking works. Oh, you see it in the Buttery Bros video? You actually see him touch uh, Roman? No. Oh, Roman says it in the Cold Tub video. Oh. Yeah, now what, Dusty? Now. Now what, Dusty Witch? Now what? That's what he does. I don't like I don't like the way you talk. I don't like your tone, Dusty. 
Judy Reed, her reasoning for why 5K is not a good test was so weak. Collegiate weightlifters can lift more than her. Should max rep lifts not be programmed? Oh, talking about Miss Spiegel? Yeah. I mean, the, just the whole thing is bad. And it, and it didn't help that... It didn't help that... <clears throat> I mean, I thought it was good, but basically Hiller made the fucking Cliff Notes version of it. Uh, Sporty Beth blocked me when I suggested she thanks Sevon for Media Pass. She forwarded a message of Sevon explaining she is fat. I agree and said she needs to be accountable. So just in regards to that, she took that totally out of context. When I, when I referenced her fat, I was using it as an example of reality, of the realities of life, because she was saying some shit that wasn't touched based in reality. I forget what it was, but she was fighting with Taylor Self. She was basically suggesting that all rich people are bad. It was not suggesting. She was being explicit about it. <clears throat> and then the irony is, I'll tell you even more, that she sent or someone, either she sent or Wooly sent or Danny sent or someone or someone sent that fucking shit around to HQ. Like there was a fucking concerted effort to get me somehow, even though, let me go back a step. Fuck it. Let me go back one step. Every time Sporty Beth talks about me, she's completely disingenuous and dishonest if she doesn't start, hey guys, I want to contextualize that I made a video on YouTube that if you Google this guy's name is the first thing that pops up and it's called the most toxic man in CrossFit. You, she has to start everything like that if she's going to be fair. Here we go again. Here we go again, Mr. Weed. And if you don't do that, you're all fucking lying. You're, you're, you're totally lying. It's, it's like, um, it's like it, in my world, that's like the worst thing you could do to someone, make an entire video about them that says they're in the most toxic person. So she's done that. And so now that has to be, everything else is just like, so now she's, she's the bully. That's the, that's the ultimate form of trolling, trolling and bullying the ultimate form. How how she was even how that's even tolerated in, in our community of kindness is beyond me. But but it is so it's cool and I'm and I'm 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 being hyperbolic I don't care. But so she does that, and then now I'm being portrayed as the bully for calling her fat. When I when when I wasn't even saying it in a taunting way, it was just like, hey, my nose is big, you're fat, you're tall, I'm short. There's some things that just are. She's getting famous by talking about it. What if we just let it go and not give her the time of day? I don't know. I like talking about it. Julian Roland looks like Mike Perry. You know the fighter, Mike Perry? Yeah. Yeah, sabotaging someone like that is terrible, especially on the internet. Like, your kids will see that someday, and she didn't think that through. Hey, dude, what's crazy? That's the only thing I thought. My, I didn't think about my kids, but my wife and my mom. Like, and the irony is, is that she's openly uh, sexist, and yet I'm being portrayed as a sexist. It's crazy, but whatever. But I'm enjoying it. That's a great name, <laughs> Ba Ducey.
Nice. Okay. Thank you for the show. I had fun today. God bless Laura Horvat. So some clip. I think we should take the clip. Um, I think we should make a clip. A good bait. Click. Bait. Bait. Click. Click. Bait. Clip. Click. 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 Bait. Clip. A good click. Bait. Clip would be. Did Adler hit Roman? Mm-hmm. And the champ finally sp- speaks, Laura Horvat. Don't call me again. <laughs> what? Don't call. <laughs> what should the title of that one be? Champ speaks. I like that. Oh, yeah. Sevi, I watched Pedro's vlog last night. Your media team ladies were all smoke shows. So that's another thing. She fucking sporty and and danny go off into this like sphere of like how about women the majority of my team was women i invited two brown women that's code for mexican to be on my team with me and i offered the lead position the director position to one of them because i don't want to fucking direct it i don't want to be fucking in charge of it and the majority of the people on my team were all women but just so you know I did not choose them for their skin color or their genitalia. It was a that that's just a complete that, that has nothing to do with anything that I do. The only skin color things that I thought of the entire week was I was a little concerned for uh, Tyler Watkins, um, that the sun might fucking burn him, and John Young. And other than that, I never thought about skin color at all. And and yet I don't have enough women on the team. Oh fuck yourself! H- how do you get his number? How'd you get this number? <laughs> Is that what she said? Yeah. I was so nervous. I didn't even hear anything she said. Hey, dude, she answered it in like foreign tongue too. Parlez-vous français? I was like, oh shit. It's not French, but yeah, it was foreign. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, Make the title fuck around and F out with Laura Horvat. You want us to get demonetized? <laughs> I reached my quote. Dick Butter, uh, Sevy wouldn't meet me because I'm white. Yeah, I, I, meet, I met my quota. <laughs> I know. Judy Reed, uh, I can't believe she picked up. I know. I'm nuts. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Caleb, I don't see. I wonder if you're gonna have my back on this. I think she turned red a little bit. I'm gonna be honest. I think she did too. She was really trying to stay composed. Yeah, she was trying to keep up with the front. Like, hey, I fuck that guy. But yeah. then also, like, she's like, oh shit, he actually did it. He's bold. <laughs> I think. I think she appreciated it. She appreciated the. Yeah. I think she did. Like there was some recognition, like game recognized game. All right, I fuck with this dude hard. Now he's coming. Coming. He's. He's fucking with me hard. Though. I imagine her like taking the phone and like putting it away and just like laughing and like talking to Kristoff and being right, like, right. holy shit, fucking Sevon called me. Yeah. Hey, that that's the true test. We have to find out how long did it take before she told someone? Oh, I, immediately. I bet. She texts Ben Smith? No, probably not. Hey, should I call Ben Smith right now and be like, hey, did Laura call you and tell you what I did? <laughs> God, I'm <laughs> such a whore. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> oh, oh shit. Oh my God. This is amazing. 
Someone just sent me a text of where the uh, Ariel Lowen flag probably came from. Really? Oh, it's a great story. Yeah, I can't. I probably. I, I don't think I can share it until, unless this person. Wow. I'll we'll I'll get to the bottom of it for you guys though. Wow, that's a great story. How sweet. It's a good story. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's good shit. It's a quality flag for sure. You saw he brought it to dinner, right? It was all wrapped nicely and shit. Yeah, I think I saw him. You know how to wrap a flag like that? Yeah. <laughs> Duh. It's, I got that right there. I Look at that one. Oh, yeah. You wrapped it? Yeah. Look at David Weed. Didn't she say I love you? Or am I tripping? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Go back and watch it. Oh, Susie's here. All right, guys. Uh, love you guys. Caleb, thank you. Everyone, thank you. Miss Laura Horvat, uh, Brandon Luckett, uh, Caroline Lambre, Jeffrey Adler, uh, Judy Reed, and all the other people that contributed at a high level. Thank you. Bye-bye.